Good morning, afternoon, or evening, listeners, and thank you for joining us for another installment in the HSE's Public Health Series. My name is Sama, and I'm going to be your host for this episode coming to you from Munster, Ireland. And today, we're going to be talking about cataract surgery. For those of you who don't know what a cataract is, it's a sort of clouding that happens in the lens of your eye, and pardon the pun, it clouds your vision. Now, generally, Cataracts are one of those age-related disorders, you know? They're more common in older people, because obviously, as you get older, everything about your body starts to change, and that includes your eyes and your vision. In this case, those changes make the proteins in the lens of your eyes start to break down and then clump together, and you wind up with a cataract. Obviously, there's a lot of things that can make you more likely to develop a cataract, like diabetes or an eye injury, or something as dangerous as, wait for it, spending a lot of time in the sun. You're far more likely to get a cataract if someone in your family had one as well, or if you take steroids for any health problems like arthritis. And let's not forget smoking, because there's nothing that smoking can't make worse. As for treatment, Surgery is the only way to get rid of a cataract. In this surgery, the doctor would remove the clouded lens from the eye and insert a new artificial lens. That lens is called an intraocular lens. Now that I've given you a brief overview of what cataracts are, I'm going to pass you on to our first guest of the episode. Joining us today to speak about her own experience with cataracts and cataract surgery is Sandra. Sandra, thank you for joining us. How are you doing on this fine day? Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Happy to have you with us. Happy to be here. Now, Sandra, as you've told me, you've recently undergone surgery to correct your cataract. Can you talk to me a little bit about what it was like when the cataract started developing? Of course. It came on slowly, you know. I didn't even notice it at first. I honestly just thought my vision was getting a little bit weaker and that I needed my glasses changed. It wasn't really bothering me at all, if you can believe. Some of the early symptoms were just easy to, well, ignore. Like the headaches. I just thought those were from the stress. But then my vision just kept getting worse. So I went to get an eye exam done and the eye doctor told me that he suspected that I had a cataract. So he referred me to an eye specialist. I was that to confirm that there was a cataract? Yeah. The eye specialist did a whole bunch of tests, and at the end he told me that I had a cataract. But because it was mild, he told me that I just had to get stronger glasses and wait for it to get worse, enough to need surgery. It was a bit scary at that point. It does sound scary. Did you know how long you'd be living with the cataract before you'd need the surgery? Yeah, I was told that the cataracts get worse over time, so it usually took a few years for them to get to the point of needing surgery. Mine took about two years or so to get to that point. I'd say give or take a few months. Seems like a long time to go with bad vision. What was it like seeing out of one eye with a cataract for over two years? It was a bit like looking through frosted glass or like a fogged up window, you know, with just one eye, but all the time. It made everything just that bit harder to do, you know? Yeah, of course. 
Like, it was harder to read, obviously. And I was getting stronger glasses and using brighter reading lights to manage. And my depth perception was off too. So I was tripping a bit more and bumping into furniture and stuff, a bit more than usual. It affected my sense of independence, as you can imagine. After that, it was a no-brainer that something needed to be done about the cataract, with it affecting my daily activities and you know, my overall quality of life. It sounds like a difficult experience. It was, not gonna lie. And what happened after that, Sandra? Afterwards, I got a referral for surgery, and then I waited again. <laughs> the waiting list was long, but at that point I'd been living with it for long enough that waiting wasn't a big deal. And how long were you waiting before the surgery? Over a year and a half. I heard some people could be waiting up to five years, which is honestly so hard to imagine. I can't imagine living for five years with foggy vision. What happened after the referral then, Sandra? Well, before the surgery, I went in for a preoperative assessment. They took the measurements of my eye and my eyesight and explained the procedure more in depth to me. The optician actually showed me what the lens that gets put in my eye looks like too. It was so small. Smaller than my pinky fingernail. I was very surprised at that. I was really nervous, you know? I couldn't imagine having someone cut into my eye. I kept imagining lying there on the operating table and seeing the scalpel coming towards my eyes. Oh God, it was terrifying. I definitely felt calmer by the end of the assessment. Still nervous, don't get me wrong, but having a better idea of what to expect really helped. I'd expect that to help, yeah. Um, did you feel better prepared then for the surgery after oh, that? Definitely, yeah. And can you tell me about the day of the surgery? Mm. In the morning, uh, I was actually fasting, like I was told to do. And then when I went in, the nurse did a quick checkup, like my blood pressure and whatnot. After that, one of the doctors stopped by to go over the procedure and to see if I had any last questions. And they got me to sign the consent form. And then she marked my right eye. The nurse then put in some eye drops in my eye, I think to make my pupils dilate. And then I went down for surgery. I think the surgery itself took about 40 minutes. It was really quick. I think I had a local anesthetic in, so I didn't really feel anything. And then my left eye was covered, so I didn't see anything during the surgery either. Quite a short procedure after such a long wait, isn't it? It was, yeah. I was back in the ward before I even knew it. And the nurses brought me some tea and toast to eat, and they checked in on me every now and then. I think I was there for maybe about an hour after the procedure. And then one of the nurses came in and gave me some instructions before I could go home. What kind of instructions did you get? I had an eye shield on, so she told me to keep it on overnight and then to take it off in the morning and to clean my eye. She gave me another shield too, to wear while I'm sleeping, to protect my eye. And she explained the sort of things that are normal after surgery, like, um, like that my vision was going to be blurry for a whole day because of the drops and that I could have double vision and some watering for a short while. She gave me a prescription for some eye drops after that. And then she showed me how to put them in. And I also got some instructions for how often I need to put them in and all. Then I got a whole list of do's and don'ts and I was sent home. Now, Sandra, tell me, what was it like after the surgery? It was a bit difficult. It took a while for my vision to settle in. It was getting better as my eye healed, but it was so... God, I don't know how to describe it. Like finally being able to see properly after a long time. I was really overwhelmed with everything. 
but it felt amazing being able to do everything that I did before I had the cataract. I can imagine the feeling. Sandra, thank you so very much for coming here and sharing your experience with us. You're very welcome. Now, do you have any last words of wisdom for our listeners? Ooh, okay. Uh, I'd say do not take your eyes for granted. If you notice something different going on with your eyes, get them checked out as soon as possible. I was lucky that in my case that it was something that could be fixed, but I should have never waited for it to get so worse before getting it checked out. So do as I say, not as I do. Very well put, Sandra. And now, listeners, after we've heard Sandra's story, on to the next part of our episode. For our second guest today, we have someone who will be able to shed some light on the cataract surgery procedure from the other side of the equation. Emma is a qualified nurse with plenty of experience in an ophthalmology ward. Emma, glad you could join us. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Now, Emma, could you tell me how long you've been working on the eye ward? I've been there five years and counting. So would I be correct in assuming you've come across a lot of patients coming in for cataract surgery? Yeah, I've looked after my fair share of patients getting the cataract surgery. Can you describe the process from your side, from when the patient comes to the ward? Of course. So once a patient arrives at the ward, they're brought into one of the beds, and I would confirm the name and date of birth before I check their vital signs. So that would be their breathing, oxygen levels, blood pressure, heart rate, and temperature. After that, I would go through some questions, like if they've been sick lately or if they're prescribed any antibiotics between their pre-op assessment and now, and to check that they are fasting for the procedure. Then I give them a surgical gown to get changed into, and one of the doctors would come and speak to them about the procedure to see if they have any last questions and to make sure the consent form is signed and the correct eye is marked for the surgery. Then I go through the preoperative checklist. And does the patient go down for surgery after that? Not yet, no. So for the surgeon to operate on the eye, the pupil has to be dilated. So the doctor prescribes a dilating eye drop and numbing eye drop. And as the nurse, I would put them in. So the prescription needs to be administered by one drop of each solution every five minutes. Once the pupil has dilated enough, the patient is ready to go down to surgery. So it's a matter of just waiting until the surgeon is ready for them. And are they gone for long once they go down? No, not really, no. It's a very short procedure, so it takes about 30 to 45 minutes for the whole thing, and then the patient comes back up to the ward. Once they come back up to the ward, what is it that you do as a nurse? So they would have a dressing and an eye shield on the eye after the surgery. So I would just be checking the dressing to look for any bleeding and check the vital signs. This would be done every 15 minutes. They have to stay on the ward for at least an hour after the surgery while we monitor them. Then they're brought some light food to eat while they wait and continue to monitor them until they feel they're good and ready to go home. So obviously they won't be driving. um, And at the point we let them know they're good to contact their family member or friend who will be taking them home. And then we go through the discharge information and instructions with them before they let go. What kind of discharge information do the patients get before they leave? I let them know to keep their shield on for the rest of the day and to take it off the next morning. So after taking it off, they can clean the eye and then they're shown also how to do this. They're prescribed eye drops to help the eye heal and prevent infections as well. So I would show them how to put in the eye drops and make sure that they know how often to put these eye drops in. 
I would also give them the date of their follow-up appointment and make sure they know what kind of symptoms are normal after surgery and what they should contact their GP about. Can you give me some examples of normal things to expect after the surgery? Well, some pain is to be expected, obviously. While the cuts take their time to heal, there's the blurriness from the dilating eye drops, and that usually lasts about 24 hours. After that, there might be a slight blurriness for some time while the eye heals. You can also feel like your eye is gritty, or you can feel like it's watering more. Your eye could also look bloodshot while it heals. Can you tell me what kind of things aren't normal to experience after the surgery then? They wouldn't be common now, but pain that keeps getting worse is definitely one. Increasing redness in the eye is another one to be on the lookout for, or if you have to notice that your vision is actually getting worse. If you experience any of these, you're to contact your GP and the emergency department as soon as possible to see what's causing them. It's good to know what to be on the lookout for after the surgery. Are there any other instructions that the patients get before they can go home? There's a few, yeah. So it's important to wear an eye shield at night for about a week after the surgery to protect the eye while you sleep. And then wear it when you're washing your head to stop shampoo from getting into the eye. You're told to avoid swimming for up to six weeks after surgery as well. Other than that, it's important to protect the eye while it heals to avoid rubbing it. And don't wear eye makeup for a month or so, just to avoid any infections. And obviously the eye is also sensitive while it heals, so to wear sunglasses outdoors to protect it from the light. And then can they go home? Yeah, once you get all the instructions, you're good to go. All in a day's work. Emma, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us all this helpful information about the cataract surgery from a nursing point of view. Thank you so much for having me. Listeners, we've reached the end of the line. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. And I hope that you learned something new from myself and from my wonderful guest today. If you're looking for more information about cataracts, please visit the National Eye Institute webpage where you can find more details about the risks and causes of cataracts as well as what symptoms you might experience if you develop one. Before I leave you, I'd like to thank my guests, Sandra and Emma, for making time to join us and for the valuable insight they gave us. And I'd like to thank you, listener, for sticking around to the end of the episode. That's all for this episode. I'm your host, Sema, signing off. But one last thing. Look after your eyes. You've only got the two of them. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not